The tallest spire of the crystal city seemed to be swimming in balloonus, more part of the sky than the ground. The view was dizzying. The towers all around them gleamed like wind-sculpted ice awash with pastel colors, only the twin-domed temple shining pure white. Beyond the wall, the plainer buildings of the lower city were scattered like a mosaic down the sides of the hill. Trees rustled in the winding streets. Part of the city wall could be seen like a meandering rim of pearl, but Khan spilled out beyond it until it was lost in the arms of the fells. The fells rolled north, south, and east, like giant waves frozen in palest green velvet, with outcrops of quartz foaming on their crests. A golden haze sifted over them. To the west lay farmland and the chain of towns and villages that lay along the river, winding towards Edrabra. Crystillia, Malkavesh was thinking, might lack Garethria's vividness, but was as beautiful in its own way. She leaned over the void without fear, but with an intense, unexpected pang of love. It's a long time since I last came up here, said King Aphil Estendil breathlessly. An unsurpassed view, if you can survive the climb and the dizziness. We wanted you to see it. The balcony encircling the spire had an outer wall and a low inner wall that served as a bench. Melkavesh and the king and queen sat down, but the priest remained with his back to the spire as if he were glued there. I have no nerve for this, he said cheerfully, but to come up here every now and then is a compulsion, and perfect for private conversations, of course. Alas, that we have lost the skills with which our ancestors built the city, said the king. Melkavesh smiled. I hope you'll recapture them. It's wonderful here. Where is your friend Karen? the queen asked in a peculiar tone. Oh, she wanted to stay with her baby. Malkavesh was glad of Iram Ol-Melamen's presence, there being distinct tension between the king and queen. Both were happily talking to her, but not to each other. We're grateful to you for making us at home in the royal mansion. Nonsense, said Aphil Estendil, smiling. It can't even begin to repay what you're doing for us, for Cristilia and for all Vardrav. The king was a thin, slightly stooped man, his pleasant face usually bearing a grave expression. His beard and shoulder-length hair were a gingery golden brown. Most Christilians had reddish hair of various shades, and their skin a marbled look of gold, ivory, and brown swirling together. He and the queen wore amber robes and cloaks of sage velvet, while Irem Olmelamen, a strongly built, imposing man, wore the indigo chasuble of a priest. The queen, with her mane of dark hair drawn back from her face, was extraordinarily beautiful, cool, and unapproachable. Melkavesh said, Believe me, I'll do everything in my power to help you defeat Zydrek. You do understand, said the queen, that Crystillia will never be safe until Garethria is not only defeated, but destroyed. That is my aim, said Melkavesh quietly, to oust them from the whole of Vardrav.